This is the University of Georgia Griffin News, brought to you over WKU AM 1450, 102.3 FM, The Rock 88.9 FM, and stream live on WKURadio.com. This program is to update our listeners on the many and exciting things at the University of Georgia Griffin with Dr. Lou Honeycutt and his guests. The program is made possible by Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farms and Murray and Company Realtors. And now today's program with Dr. Lou Honeycutt. Well, good morning, Griffin, Spalding County, and the surrounding area. This is the Griffin Campus News, and we're happy to be with you today. As always, we're totally appreciative of Frank and Carolyn Harris for supporting and continuing to sponsor this program. And we have another great program for you all today. It's our second of three Young Scholars programs, and we've kind of added some other um, or it's all going to be about young scholars. But we're going to talk about some different things too. But I'm joined by four people today, so it's a large, large crowd, which is good. We have got Ashley Biles, who's an administrative associate in UGA at the UGA Griffin campus, and happens to be a part of, of my office team. We've got Martha Allen, who comes in each year as our young scholars program's administrative assistant, so we're glad to have her back. We've got Jolie Riff, who is a second-year Young Scholar student, and we're going to talk about what that means in a minute, and a rising senior at Whitewater High School. And then we've got Dr. David Jesperson, who is an assistant professor in crop and soil sciences in the area of turf at the UGA Griffin campus, and is one of our newer faculty members, which is great. So, welcome everybody, by the way. We're glad to have you all here. And now comes the part that everybody, I don't tell you about because you might dread it, but we're going to start and go around the table. I'll start with Ash and I want to know about you. We want to we want to humanize everyone that's <laughs> sitting here. So just tell us really your background, you know, from birth till now, from to birth till <laughs> sitting in this chair, but where you came from, how long you've been here, what you do, and things like that. So Ashley. Okay. Well, like he said, I'm Ashley Biles. I'm from here in Griffin, Georgia. Been here all but maybe six years of my life, of my adult life when I moved away for, I worked in Thomaston for a while as an associate editor at the Thomaston Times. Then I moved to Noonan and was the director of events and communications at the Coweta County Chamber. And for the last six months, I've been here at the UGA Griffin campus, as he said, in Dr. Honeycutt's office, where I'm an administrative associate. And, and who does many, many things, but it sure seems like a lot longer than six months. It does. It's, in been, a good it's way. been a long in a good six way. months. Like been here forever. <laughs> but no, that's great. Some days are longer than others. Some days are longer than others, aren't they? Um, and she has to work with me, so I guarantee you some of her it's days are longer bad, than others. Really. Um, okay, so Martha, tell again, tell us from, from birth till now, how did you get here? Well, from birth till now, well... Um, that's a birth was a little far back, so let's start with that. Came I'm from uh, Northwest Georgia. There you go. <laughs> Northwest Georgia, up in Walker County. Or wow, that Lafayette. is Northwest Georgia. That that's is awesome. Northwest I was up in that Georgia. area yesterday. Right, right in the corner. Uh, I went to West Georgia College in Carrollton. Came to the Atlanta area in '85, actually 1985. Okay. Worked at a bank. Um, Lots of banks because they merged together all the time. <laughs> and then I went into human resources, actually, which I did for a really long time. Um, left that and decided to – actually, this was – I went to substitute teaching in Clayton County, which is what I do when I'm not here in the summers. And I'm just excited to be here. This is my third summer with uh, YSP. I was just going to ask. I thought it was. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it's a really exciting program. I'm so excited to be back again. And then so you came in. Tell, tell me the time frame in the summer because I always forget. Okay. Um, June. 
Okay. And I'll work until about the first week of August. Okay. Um, I just kind of, the program itself is over uh, the middle of July. Right. But I just kind of hang around a little bit to close up everything. Sure. Um, working on that last newsletter, mm-hmm. making sure that um, when I leave, Ashley doesn't have to clean up any mess that I made. Well, there you go. And very <laughs> thankful for that. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure <laughs> Ashley's very appreciative. Well, great. Um, so now we're down to Jolie. So Jolie, you know, y- she's the young person sitting here, so but still from birth till <laughs> yeah, now. Not huh? a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, and as I said, you're a second year YSP. So right. in your when you're telling us about you, talk about your first year, and then we're going to talk about your second year too. But tell us about your first year. But okay, so um, my first year at Young Scholars Program, I worked in plant pathology with uh, Brian Vermeer and Dr. Alfredo Martinez. And of course this year I'm with um, Dr. Jesperson in, cro- in crop and soil sciences. Um, but um, yeah, I'm gonna be a senior at Whitewater High School. And do you know Coach Vina? Um, I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. What a super guy. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's my assignment. Right <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's great. <laughs> well, so tell me about, so any plan, do you, you're gonna be a senior. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know you may have started thinking about the future. What do you think? What do you think you want to be first of all, and then do you have an idea where you're going to go? And you don't have to say university (laughs) if you don't want to. Um, Yeah, I'm looking to kind of go into what we're working with right now. So environmental science, hopefully, that's the route. Um, But I'm actually going to be attending uh, Georgia State on soccer. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. So obviously you play soccer. That's great. Mm -hmm. Well, cool. And so now, and, and we're going to talk to David too in just a second, but so in your water, just real quickly, something that you've done this year that's really been great so far, man, maybe every day is and everything you're doing, but what's something that's really kind of got you excited about what you're doing? Um, just a lot of the hands-on work that I'm able to do in the lab um, independently by myself. It's it's a good experience for me. Awesome. Going into and in a really, really brand new building. Right. It's really nice. <laughs> that's, that's tough duty to work in. The new, I wish, uh, you know, to me, the new building should be the administration building. I, I don't know. It just seems like to me, but that doesn't work out that way. Mine's built in 1928 or something. So anyway, it's it's a great building. But okay, well, David, let's talk to you. David Jesperson, who, how, again, from birth till now, how did you get here? And then we'll talk about your program. Sure. So I was born and raised in New Jersey. Okay. That's where I so did you're my, Yankee. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I did my undergrad at Rutgers University, and I also did my graduate studies there. Okay. Uh, so I got a PhD in plant biology at Rutgers, and then in April of 2016, I got a job here at the University of Georgia. So I moved down to Griffin with my wife, and have been here for about two years now. Awesome. And the I will tell y'all if you came and let me show you where David's lab was versus where it is now, the building was a significant upgrade for our newest professor at the time. Yeah, it's a very nice upgrade. So, you know, now we've got cutting edge facilities. So it's when people come from other universities, you know, they kind of look at the building and all and are a bit jealous. It's uh, everybody, even people on campus, you know, when we first opened it, I wanted to go to all the other faculty and say, don't ever go in the turf building because <laughs> everyone there is going to want the same thing. <laughs> and unfortunately, we'll get, the, we'll get there eventually, but it, it is an incredible building. All right, well, let's talk for, with everybody. Let's talk the Young Scholars Program. Last week, we did a bunch of history of it and everything, but for any listeners that might not have been there, I'll just start the ball by saying the, one of the greatest things to me is it started on the Griffin campus in 1988 or 1989 um, as a program of just a few students with some really incredible faculty going after some grant money to get some scholarships. And it's grown into you know a three-campus incredible program with about 60 students. Um, so Ashley um, and Martha, tell us about this year's group, how many there are, kind of the diverse areas they're working in. 
I mean, just anything you want to do, kind of backgrounding about the program for anybody that might not have been, you know, everybody should be listening every <laughs> week, but for those who might not have been listening last week. Well, okay. Well, we have 20 young scholars this year. Um, they were selected out of a pool of about 86 applicants that we got in, and they're from everywhere from here in Spalding County, Fayette County, Coweta, Upson, Pike, um, and Henry County of all the surrounding areas and they've been a great group of kids to work with so far and I've, I've really enjoyed it this being my first year of getting to work with all of them and are there there's about 65 or so total the three I, campus total, I think so something like from that. what we've heard I don't know the exact numbers but that sounds close so to the me. good news is we're around a third which is mm-hmm. which is awesome and then talk about a little bit about the process it, the we want people to understand you don't just get to be a young scholar Jolie had to work to get to be this and so you don't get to just be a young scholar and then so what does it take to become the first a first year and then kind of talk about the progression all the way to like Costa Rica which is a great kind of which I still think there ought to have to be a sponsor goal Maybe an administrator from the Griffin campus. Well, maybe the assistant provost would be a good person I, I to go for that. that. You know, what a great idea. <laughs> I think that would be pretty incredible. So we'll we'll put your process. name in on it. <laughs> well, you put, well, you put the, my name in the hat. That would be great. Well, <laughs> everybody has to fill out an application, whether you're a first year or a returning year, returning student for it. Um, for a first year, you have to be 16 and have completed your first, your sophomore year in high school. You also have to have. Um, Everybody has really high GPAs that do it, so they're the best and the brightest out of all of the schools that we have. Uh, If you're a graduating senior, you do have to, it has changed this year, you do have to be going to the University of Georgia as a freshman to be able to be part of it again. Um, That's a new thing this year. Other than that, you go through, we screen your applications, and then we also bring you in for an interview with, uh, this year it was myself and Miss Beatrice and Dr. Carol Robacker helped us with those. Mm-hmm. And then we, it's a very hard process of narrowing it down between all the people that we interviewed. We probably interviewed a good, close to 40 people or so, and narrowed it down to 20. So it's, it's not an easy task when everybody's so great across the board sure i mean that it is a hard job i don't just listen to what y'all have had to go through and then but and also it's not 20 new people you're also That's looking right. at returning students we are for second we are year. this year we have eight returning students okay. and 12 new students right and so you're if you've gone through the program before you're of course you reapply and you're considered for it and we look back with how it worked last year with your mentors and everything they write letters of recommendation for you and uh, we're glad to have people return back because then it gives you more of a feel for the campus and gives you more exposure to the different sciences that are available in, here in Griffin. It, and I tell you, it's, it's such an impressive program, and uh, and the, we're going to talk about the outcomes of it in a minute because there's been some incredible ones. Um, and specific, specifically, it's good that we have turf people here today because we're going to talk about that. But um, so, Martha, as far as the like the day to day things that you're doing, because I don't ever see you except in the maybe in the morning and then late in the afternoon. So I mean, I know you're working hard, but <laughs> so what? Kind of give us an idea of how you're interacting with young scholars on a daily basis. Yes, um, what I do is go around uh, each week to. Uh, observe the students and to find out if they have any issues, to make sure that they're moving in the right direction with getting their um, projects ready for the big competition for post or oral presentations at the end. Uh, this year, we also, um, ha- I, this week uh, particularly, I went to meet with, have a brief meeting with the mentors. To, we're always concerned about the students. I'm always asking how they do and how's it going. So I thought, oh, what about the mentors? Let's find out how, it's, how their experience sure. is. 
Uh, and just with, uh, I think with my HR background, it's like, let's make sure that every, this going well for everybody. So that if there uh, are any um, glitches, we can work them out so that YSP can, we can all have great time. Sure. And then, and so you, you mentioned mentors and we got one sitting right here by yes, me. But so explain, you know, what, what mentor, what, what do you mean by mentor when you say that? Okay. The mentor is the faculty uh, member that's working with the young scholars okay. because it's, uh, you know, faculty led. So we have 20 students but only 14 mentors, okay. 14 awesome mentors. Absolutely. So some of them have uh, multiple students uh, and with that many people. And it's such a quick program, only six weeks. Uh, and this is, we really appreciate the mentors because this is extra. Um, Absolutely. This that is was going to be my point too. Extra person that they're taking on um, and training and molding uh, these wonderful young minds. So each week, that's what I do. Also with uh, Fridays, we have fun Fridays, uh, coming up with some activities, and then I get to create this wonderful newsletter uh, to let everybody know what's happening or what we did each week. That's and that goes all across campus. That goes I get it all too, across which campus. Is incredible. So, yes. So yes. that's great. So it keeps you busy, I can tell. No wonder I don't it see you does. very much. That's it. <laughs> That's good. Well, well, very good. And so, um, Jolie, we're going to come to you now. And just as, number one, and I know it sounds like I've paid you to say this, but has your experience been something you would tell others about? And if so, what would you tell them? And just kind of tell us about your first, second year experience, um, what you think of young scholars in general, what you think of the, the Ash, of Ashley and Martha. No, don't say that. <laughs> uh, but just kind of what, what young scholars means to you and just what you would tell friends that ask about it. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it to anybody who's looking to go into any of these sort of pathways, whether that's agriculture or environmental science. But my first year was kind of a feeling for like environmental science because I've never worked in something other than you know the biology class or sure. the the labs that we do in there um, and then coming into second year a little bit more experienced um, it's really good to have these sort of things that I know to do in going into um, like college and what I want to do knowing what I want to do um, and so getting to experience the two different departments really kind of helped me figure out what is right for me and what I like um, before I have to make that decision in college. Um, sure. But overall, it's just a really good experience before heading into college so I know what is right for me. And so do you talk at Whitewater High School about, to other kids about it? I have, yeah. Cool. They're always like, where do you work at? And I'm like, uh, I'm doing <laughs> research. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, my exposure to Whitewater High School is trying to get to Fayetteville during, when you are going to school. Yeah. That is the most congested area. It's like, it's like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure going to school is not – I mean, getting to school is a little difficult <laughs> yeah. for y'all. But it's a, it's a great complex out there. But Okay, well, that's great. So let's let's go to David now. David, you are a mentor, and I would applaud you and the other 13 mentors that we have this year because it is above and beyond the call of duty. And let me tell you, for those who don't know, um, faculty members are a little bit unsung heroes. They, they have – especially assistant professors. There's a lot of pressure <laughs> – on assistant professors to, to get to that all wonderful full professor kind of status and so there it would be really easy for you to say I don't have time to do this so I applaud you for doing what you're doing so tell us is this your first I can't remember if you did it last year is this your first year and just kind of tell us about your experience in Young Scholars. So this is my second year so my okay. first year was last year so Julie's my second Young Scholar um, and you know it, it does take a little bit of time but the students are such high caliber students and they all have such great worth that get you really don't expect it out of a high school student. Sure. 
you know, I think back to when I was in high school, <laughs> you know, I had a summer job and everything and was responsible, but I feel like the level that these kids, you know, it's very impressive. And so they make it easy to work with. You can explain something and set them to the task and they'll go and do it. And they're really, you know, easy to work with, great to have around. That's good. No, I mean, that's a great endorsement of the, the program, too, and the students. So tell us, what are you and Jolie working on? I mean, what, what – number one, the cool thing is her experience last year was with the turf team as well um, right. in plant pathology. Now it's crop and soil science, but with the turf team, which I think is, is incredible. But So tell us what y'all are working on. So the kind of big project we're working on is I'm having her look at some heat stress in ryegrasses. So ryegrass is a species of grass that – up in the northeast, you know, we'd grow it on lawns and everything. Sure. But down here, they don't really grow it too much because it's too hot. It doesn't really survive the summer so great. And so we've got kind of a couple varieties that there's some, you know, people have seen in the field and say, well, maybe this will tolerate the heat a lot better. So we're kind of taking them, growing them in really hot temperatures, so about 100 degrees every day. Okay. And for a couple of weeks, and Jolie and I are going and taking measurements and seeing how they're doing to see if, you know, maybe this ryegrass will tolerate the heat a little better than previously thought. Oh, that's great. So very applied, which I like. I mean, that's good. Um, and then is this in greenhouse or is it in field or what? Where are so you doing this? So currently we're looking at things in a growth chamber so we can oh, control okay. everything we want. So that's how we can keep it 100 degrees every day and make sure the lights are exactly how we want them. And sure. Well, that's not such a bad thing because now Jolie's not going to be the one having the heat stress. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> and there, tell me, just, just for my own information, there's a bunch of growth chambers in the new building. I love it. It looks like a, it's great to walk through that bottom part. How many growth chambers do you all have? So I believe there's six new growth chambers, and so that really makes the facility very nice to not have to, you know, be trekking far and wide to kind of find these resources. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a great deal. So, so Jolie, back to you. So tell me, kind of give us an idea of, and I know it, it probably changes every day, but kind of a daily thing that you're doing kind of, kind of of the project you're working on. What do you do during the day? Okay, so during the day, a lot of it is just going to take measurements of you know, the trials that we're working with right now, um, whether that's collecting the data, recording it, or interpreting it, putting them on spreadsheets, um, a lot of a lot of uh, measuring grass, <laughs> 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 especially right now. Uh, me and uh, the grad student Summer, we're working with our trials right now, and we're collecting the data up at Envirotron. Oh, sure. For the Absolutely. past couple of days. And so. Which is the coolest name. When I was going to interview for this position, I was looking at the campus and all I saw that name. I'm like, I don't know who named that, but that's awesome. It sounds like Transformers or something. <laughs> and it's a series of large growth chambers for those who might not know out at our Dempsey farm. But So that's incredible. So have you gotten bored yet? Uh, no. And this is week, y'all tell me, week three? Week three, yeah. Week three, yeah. So ha- basically halfway through, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a six-week program. So so you're halfway there, yeah. almost, I mean, by Friday. but mm-hmm. And how do you like the Friday? I know every Friday is a different kind of day. How mm-hmm. do you like the Friday days? Yeah. And what's the, some of the things you've done so far on the two Fridays previous? It's kind of a nice little relief from going from the lab to kind of getting to meet up with all the young scholars um, and doing the workshops. So the most recent workshops, we had one. Um, where we kind of learned about scholarship opportunities and financial aid. And that was really helpful um, since we're going to be, well, most of us are going to be applying for colleges sure. um, soon. And so that'll kind of take a little bit of relief off of the payment, <laughs> hopefully. Um, and then another recent one we did was working with personality types. And right. so we did a colors test. And so each color represented a different kind of personality. And that was really helpful in getting to know not only our own personality, so ourselves, but also 
others and especially in the environment that we're in right now working with others is really important so we may be working with others or a mentor who different who have different um, personality types sure and so getting to know ourselves and them a little bit better will put working with others like a little bit more easily sure and so tell me i'm going to make a guess that maybe you were green what color were you? Um, I was gold. Gold. I, that was going to be. I, was, I knew it was green or gold. But mm. for those who don't know, it, the colors is a great personality test. It's fun to do, mm. and then it re, and it honestly, just like just by us talking here, I knew I didn't know if you were that organized. I know David's probably happy you're gold because <laughs> they are golds are meticulous. Mm. Greens, I think, are the best color because of course I'm a green. But um, and actually, Victoria David, <laughs> who did the fine. test for y'all, is green too. So we got we have a lot in common. But. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, it's just a, a quick personality test that talk, that kind of gives you an idea of traits of these colors um, that whether you're a very emotional person or very analytical or and it's it's really pretty when you kind of get the hang of it easy to learn like um, like thinking you re- I assumed you were green but I, but I haven't seen you work so or I would have known you were gold but again like I said David's probably very happy but it was called True Colors you can go on the web and look at it but it's kind of an interesting thing so I'm glad y'all did that because yeah. there's lots of really complicated ones you can do mm-hmm. and they and I've done them before too and you get the four letters and all that but colors are easier to remember yeah. and, um, but it's really interesting to kind of see what all the other young scholars are too sure no, and the great thing is once you kind of learn them and you meet other people that you kind of assume are blue or another yeah. color, you know kind of how to relate to them. Right. And as an administrator, that really helps me to know how to, if I can sum them up in my mind, it kind of helps me know how to address people and, and yeah. work with them. So so that's great. So, so I'm glad y'all did that. That was our segue into personality testing, by the way, so just, <laughs> just, just to let everybody know that. Okay, so just at, for the group as a whole, anybody that wants to, to uh, hone in or jump in on this, but... The where and maybe it's Ashley or Martha too, maybe it's, but where do we see young scholars going? I mean, I would love to see you know forty young scholars on the Griffin campus or or even more. So I'd like David to have six next year. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. But how do we? What is the future for the program? Martha's like what? <laughs> but how do we grow the program? What are some of our limitations? In it? And I know them, and you know them. But but what are some of the limitations to growing the program? Well, one thing is of course funding. Sure. Um, we try and equal it out so it's not such a big group of people. And I would love if we had more of about 42, but it also takes that many mentors. And you don't want sure. to, as you said, give them six Absolutely. and overload them. That they <laughs> well, think, I what are we to, supposed we to do? Just won't. <laughs> yes, we, we wouldn't do that to you. We want them to want to be mentors <laughs> each year returning. And so that, in, in the short time I've worked with the program, that's what I see mainly as a limitation is if we have enough space and people that are willing to help and work with the interns throughout the summer and, and then, of course, funding for the program itself. Sure. And I t- one of the, the – Beatrice and I, who was on with radio with us last week, and we talked about this a lot. And during the year, we talked about the garden, and and, and they hadn't had one before. And so we did some checking, and I think they have two this year, if I'm not they right. Do. So yes, two, we, two. Had, we had had a new mentor come on, Ben Fields. Mm-hmm. And so we're all constantly looking for things like that. But it does take time. I mean, mm-hmm. David, out of your – and I'm not saying you put a specific hour on it, but I know it takes effort from you to have a young scholar. But, but I know it's kind of effortless because of the quality that you get. But what – from a standpoint of why don't you, why don't you want three? And I know the answer. But it takes some time. <laughs> yeah, it takes some time. And, you know, they each have their own kind of research project that they're working on. 
and you know it's one of these things you'll give them a task and then come back and see how they're doing and a lot of the times you think well this will take them three hours and you come back and they finish <laughs> it an hour and a half it's like okay so what do we do now <laughs> no that's great so. well and i'll tell you the the kind of the just before we go to break here at the bottom of the hour the the history thing that that i like about this is some of the remarkable things that have happened i'll use turf as an example we had a young scholar that worked in turf two years i think three years ago two years ago maybe last year but and before they graduated high school they were published on a a referee journal which for professors uh, is the be-all end-all for publishing but this this particular student before they graduated high school was on a referee journal uh, with the turf team or with at least a portion of them that i'm telling you put that on a, a recommendation letter for a college or university that's incredible um, and we see that all the time. We have another program called Pike County STEM Scholars and or Pike County STEM Internship Program. And two of those students, these are high school students as well from Pike County, two of those students worked in Food Pick on chocolate milk of all things, but it was chocolate milk for adults. And I'm telling you, I don't even like chocolate, but it tasted like melted ice cream. It was the best thing mm-hmm. ever. But their product, so their one of them's graduated, I think one of them's a senior, but their product has gone to the market now. So, again, what a great experience these kids are getting. And, and certainly for young scholars, um, getting to spend a short period of time, but to be, to be on the University of Georgia Griffin campus, which is incredible to begin with, to be able to work with world-class professors um, and researchers, that's a great, a, a great opportunity that, that I know Jolie doesn't take for granted and none of the rest of them do too. But I also will compliment her and, and the other 19 that are here. It's an incredible group of kids. I mean, they are, they're way more like master's students or, or, or upper-level undergraduate students than high school. So I agree with you. When I was their age, <laughs> the last thing I would have wanted to do is spend six weeks of my summer in a lab working on research. But I was concerned about way more things, so I applaud them as well. But um, So moving on, that's segueing on too, but... I want to, David, come back and talk about uh, Young Scholars, too, but kind of talk about the turf team and turf program and kind of things since, since we're, we've got the, a turf expert here sure. with us today. Um, but I think, Tony, you want to go ahead and go to the bottom of the hour break, and we'll come back and pick up where we left off. Suits me just fine, Dr. Honeycutt. <laughs> You're listening to the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News on AM 1450 WK. You also heard on 102.3 FM and 88.9 FM The Rock, Georgia Public Radio at its finest, and streaming live on the website, wkeradio.com. This morning's program will continue after this. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realty. Proud supporters of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus and proud to bring you this week's edition of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. As the UGA Griffin Campus grows with the great educational opportunities for our children, Round Oak Resources Tree Farm is growing our future with trees to support and assist our environment. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realtors are proud supporters of the UGA Griffin Campus and area youth activities in Griffin and Spalding County. Back 
back with this more of this morning's University of Georgia Griffin campus program. Let us return the proceedings over to our host. He is the uh, assistant provost and campus director at UGA Griffin, Dr. Lou Honeycutt. Thank you, Tony. It is a really long title. I don't know. You should get more money for the, the as length of the title <laughs> I just, goes. I want but. y'all's business card <laughs> business because I mean every title it takes up the whole card. So it's about get a, rich in no time. It's about a page sheet of paper size. That they're business cards. We can't carry them our billfold. Y'all have to have them laminated. <laughs> we do. It's it's in there long. I've never worked anywhere with longer titles. <laughs> but hey, that's all right. But I will assure you, the pay grade does not raise with the lo- length of the title. Just just so everybody <laughs> knows that. But uh, but well, go, anyway, we're segueing locked. Welcome back to the show. Um, again, we've got another round two of our Young Scholars uh, Days. Next week will be our, our third and last one. But today we've got uh, Martha Allen, our Young Scholars Program Administrative Assistant, Ashley Biles, Administrative Associate that works with my team in my office and also with Young Scholars, Dr. David Jesperson, who's an Assistant Professor in Crop and Soil Sciences and a member of the TURF team, and Jolie Riff, a second-year YSP student and a rising senior. I like the way Elizabeth wrote that, and a rising senior at Whitewater <laughs> High School, which is great. So I want to kind of just take we're going to segue off again but just to kind of turf because i want i don't know that necessarily people understand the back up a little bit people don't understand what we do at all out there at, at the campus they they kind of believe it's a secretive you know top secret black ops kind of thing and it's not mm-hmm. but they also people ask me all the time why is there so much land with nothing on it out there well i explained to them there isn't that there's nothing on it that's turf <laughs> research and there's a whole bunch of it but so talk let's talk a little bit david about the turf team who all's involved and just kind of the the goals or what what's going on in turf right so the turf team is composed of you know, a handful of researchers at the University of Georgia, and they're all researching turf grasses, so whether that's home lawns and how to better grow those or sports fields or, you know, trying to improve these kind of different areas of turf grass. And it's spread across, you know, all the main campuses, so Athens, Griffin, and Tifton, but Griffin is really kind of the central hub for the turf team. So there's about six of us here in Griffin and spread across different departments. So there's a number of us within the Department of Crop and Soil Sciences, so that includes myself, and I do turf grass physiology. Okay. And then there's also Dr. McCullough, who does weed science, uh, Dr. Raymer, who's a breeder trying to develop new varieties of turf grasses, as well as uh, Dr. Waltz, who's an agronomist, so how to better grow grasses. But then we also go into different departments, so entomology, we have a new assistant professor, also in Griffin, uh, Dr. Joseph, and so he's an entomologist looking at insects that are frequently you know pests in turf grass areas Mm -hmm. as well as alfredo martinez who's in plant pathology so he studies different diseases that also affect turf grasses so the idea is to kind of have this whole team that kind of covers many different areas so we can both you know develop new improved grasses better understand how grasses grow and then also reach out to people who are actually growing grasses whether that's a homeowner or you know a sports field manager and kind of help them improve their facilities Sure, and there's nothing top secret about it, is there? No, so, you know, part of the goal is what we do is we want to <laughs> get all this research, but we don't want to just keep it to ourselves. Part of what we want to do is say we've, you know, found this out or figured out a better way to do it and then kind of bring it out to the public so they can take the information that we've learned and apply it and, you know, try and improve their lives. Sure, and the the great thing about turf to me, there's many great, I'm a, I'm a range grasses guy, so turf's great. I had to learn about turf when I came here because I'm used to cows grazing on grass in pastures, so, but turf is grass, so I love that. But one of the great things about it, the agriculture in the state's about a $78 billion industry, but turf in and of itself is about a $7.8 billion industry. So 
of the major agricultural product in the state is turf. But and people think about it as I don't know what they think of maybe mainly of it maybe as lawns, but it is golf courses and sports fields and and golf courses alone. My gosh, talking to Dr. Waltz, there are fortunes spent to make sure the golf courses Certainly. are. And I've been to Augusta <laughs> with him, and to walk out on those that it, it doesn't even feel like grass. It feels like a rubber field of some type. Right. It is incredible what y'all have done in in the world of turf to make things. Number one, think the Augusta National that there are like twelve thousand people a day mm-hmm. walking across turf. Think about that on your yard. Right. I mean, yet the turf stays looks good every day and there are a lot of people there to make sure that it yeah does. they put a lot of resources into making <laughs> it be able to do that it's so i mean it's it's a incredible industry and um an incredible component of what we do on campus and even maybe better than that for me number one i think y'all are the best turf team you didn't say that but of all of them <laughs> but i think it is kind of like our young scholars are the best young scholars but I y'all think we ought to rumble with tifton <laughs> <laughs> have a turf turf war That's maybe right. turf war literally um but the good news is y'all in the new building there are those three departments um and so it's three disciplines and y'all play together very nicely and yeah. sometimes that doesn't happen sometimes there's very you know you sit and people go to their lab they're so concentrated and focused on their own thing not a lot of collaboration sometimes y'all don't have that problem yeah that's one of the great things about the new buildings it puts us all in one central location so it's easy to walk down the hall and sh- you know bounce an idea off of someone or say hey i've got this project you want to work together and kind of everyone helps each other out so it is a great benefit exactly no i think so too i think it's a a, certainly a great addition to the campus and and turf's been there for a very long time and and will be there for a very you know it is it's good to have turf on campus and i'm so glad of it um okay so back to young scholars now so we segued off on turf but that's good because i I think people need to understand that that's what all those open fields are (laughs) off experiment street that people ask me all the time when are you going to build something on those i'm like in order to do that, I would have to take turf, <laughs> and that's probably not a good thing. But we're not going to do that. But um, but so back to, to young scholars. Um, as you go through this six week period, so you're in th- week three of the six weeks. Explain again for people who might not have been listening last week. The last week is kind of unique in that it involves Athens. So I want the administrator kind of standpoint but then i want jolie's standpoint because jolie you went last year correct okay so i want so you you hang back for a minute because i want to hear about what it's really like but you guys tell me what it what y'all wish it would be or tell us about the experience in athens and and when it happens and what it's about at the well, end of this period. I did not get to go last year. So oh, okay. Well, you year, can't so say, this will be my okay, first so year going. Okay, so this is Martha's <laughs> So event. this would be a question for Martha to answer. So tell <laughs> us about the Athens days or... The Athens days. They're filled every moment of it. Um, <clears throat> we go over on a Wednesday. Okay. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this year. It's the 11 through the 13th. 13th. That would be right. So um, we'll have... Friday um, the 13th <laughs> in Athens? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's over at that time. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> that, that, that's the end. But we um, will go over on a, a nice charter bus. UGA bus will come get us, which is okay. great. The kids have a great time on the way over. We've got all of their luggage and the students on that one bus, but it's fun. As soon as we get there, we have um, we've been able to set up last year and this year of arranged two for our students to have a. Uh, a stadium tour. Oh, cool! And this is a really good stadium tour, which has a turf component. <laughs> which has <a> turf. <laughs> That's to say. where we're going. Absolutely, <laughs> um, we'll have um, kind of housing orientation where the students will get their keys to their rooms and all of those things will be whisked away to lunch uh, at that time. And we'll have we'll visit. Usually, we'll we try to visit a couple of different uh, departments okay. uh, on campus. 
Uh, all in College of Ag? Or? All in College of Ag. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this is the pre-collegiate, the College of Ag pre-collegiate uh, conference. Awesome. So, yes, awesome. College of Ag. Uh, this year we'll spend a good bit of time in one place we're working on, so I won't say exactly what because we're still working out some logistics, and I'm really okay. excited about that because it is summer, and it's kind of difficult to find um, – faculties that still maybe they've got some time during the summer sure. and will host us so i'm excited that someone actually w- was interested in, in hosting the scholars so after that let's see then we finally get to ooh, all of the young scholars get together finally um will they'll be uh, broken into teams then we have ysp olympics okay all kinds of things debating various games the people versus the zombies i think that's what it's called <laughs> jolie can tell you about that i happily wait back at the dorm <laughs> people <laughs> come back make sure they get back uh that's kind of the first day so it's really really long okay we'll leave about seven thirty, i think a.m and by the time we're finished it's about midnight Oof, okay we're done that we get Are you just trying to tire them out so they sleep? And, t- okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, gotcha. absolutely. The next day um, is filled with lots of information. Um, our poster it, and uh, oral presentation winners will make a presentation to um, the entire YSP population. Okay. There, um, it's. It's just a lot. And then the closing ceremony, which is a really great place. Uh, which I go to. It's really awesome. Yes, it's mm-hmm. really awesome. It would be great if we could have uh, more people to come, but I do realize it's a stretch and on Friday. Sure. Friday traffic from here. Uh, but this is where all of the uh, YSP, all of our scholars uh, are recognized in one single closing uh, ceremony. So it's really very nice. It is. It's a. It's a, a incredible event, and, and number one, there's a lot of good food too. But lots of good food. There is. Um, okay, so Jolie, now that now that's, that was kind of the sterile, you know, here's what we do kind of thing. So I want to know what y'all really do. I mean, what, tell us about the events. But um, I know it's. I know it's quite a bit of fun. You get to meet the other forty yeah. um, young scholars from Tifton and Athens. And I should kind of backtrack and say, when I said College of Ag, what we haven't said today is this is an incredible program put on by the College of Agricultural and Environmental Sciences, which is one. It's our largest college, certainly from a research standpoint, but it's one of our colleges also that offers instruction on campus. We have five colleges, but this is uh, put on by that particular college. That's why I, I asked about that. But so that being said, tell us, but tell us your view of, and it's you know I'm sure it's much funner than what <laughs> we're hearing. But I don't hear about the zombies specifically. Oh, yeah. But tell us about your event or what how you like that. Yeah. So. It's a great opportunity to meet with a lot of the other young scholars as well as kind of network with the professors um, up there. And so even though it's only three days there, it's kind of a good introduction to college because we're on our own. Um, we're in the dorms. We we have to manage our time to get to all the things. So like the second day, we're going to all the um, – like the uh, – Information. Yeah, the informational sessions. We kind of have to manage our time in that way. Um but the first day, yeah, probably the longest day of my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> but it's filled with a lot of fun. So the YSP Olympics, um, everybody is, all the young scholars are mixed up between the different campuses okay. into teams. So you can meet each other that way. And they're intense. Everybody's <laughs> so into it. Um, and then we get to the humans versus zombies. Everyone's kind of tired, so... 
for a second, I kind of, I was like, oh, I might not. But then I went out, and it was so fun. <laughs> We're out there in just, like, a like a field around a bunch of buildings, okay. and everybody's just running around until midnight. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so fun. And um, Well, what do you do? What What is okay, the humans versus zombies? So this I mean? starts out, so you're in your teams, you're... Um, like your color teams okay. with the other young scholars. And there starts out being, I think, two or three zombies, like a very few amount of zombies. And there's, like, socks and Nerf guns. <laughs> and um, so the zombies are trying to, so, like, once you get hit, then you become a zombie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then it's really cool to kind of see what the other young scholars are working on. So the second day when they're all doing their presentations, it's really interesting to see that as well as, you know, if you get to present yours, show everybody what you've been working on. Um, and then the closing ceremony is just really nice to kind of have our parents there to kind of see what we've been doing. Sure, and a lot of parents do come. It yeah. was I was really impressed last year and the year before. And then, so last year you were first year, so you did a poster, correct? And right. then this year you're a second year, so you're doing a PowerPoint yeah. presentation, right, over exactly. your research, mm-hmm. which um, that's that's awesome. Are you nervous about that? Um, you're very well composed. I'm not worried about you at all. But <laughs> Not <laughs> as much, just the fact that everybody and whoever mentor can come but sure no nah, i won't be that well and y'all and i think it's great and i think david uh, mentioned this too there it's more much more like graduate students you are very competitive i mean it's you're the, you're the top end of the top end so i know it's a little cutthroat in the the deal because there are there is a top and this goes back to martha and ashley there is there are awards or there are winners and and you know we don't like to say this in our society anymore but there are losers and, and winners what how does the how does how does the rankings come out i mean what are the and are there awards or what do they get or is it just i get to brag because i won young scholars well here on campus mm-hmm. i think it's the bragging rights okay which that's yeah. that's that's a lot mm-hmm. but in athens um, they do receive some type of a uh, award there okay uh, at the closing ceremony Oh, yeah, I knew that. Actually, I've been there to see that, but that's great. And then the great thing, too, the dean speaks at the closing ceremonies, and then the associate deans, or at least the assistant deans and directors from each campus get to speak about the the program. So it's really great for exposure for the College of Agricultural and Environmental Sciences Um, because, obviously, our, our... ulterior motive is to to recruit for the college of agricultural and environmental sciences or the program wouldn't be wouldn't be in place and again the the bragging rights that we get to have all the time in the griffin campus it started here and has grown into something really remarkable um and from really i think there were two there were two or three students on year one to over 60 each year now is pretty pretty impressive kind of thing so, actually, Tony, I'm going to segue now to you. If you said you had a question you might want to ask, so well, I do. And this, this, I should have asked this off the top, but this <laughs> goes to the Young Scholars Program. You get your new applications. You pick your class of twenty. Mm-hmm. How? What is the process for assigning the scholars to their mentors? And I mean, do you have like a personality test, like you were talking about, or do you find out what their interests are and try to get them with the best mentor for their wants, or is it totally a random thing? And then it turns out that the students like what they turned out to do. <laughs> well, personality testing might would help some if we did that to begin with, <laughs> but we don't. We do look. We ask the students when we're interviewing them what they're interested in, and they've had to in their application fill out which which department they think they would most like to work. Many of them. Have said that they don't really they're interested in any of it they just want to be able to get the experience and all with that so we do try to match you up depending on who we have serving as mentors that year to what department you're really interested in 
Okay, for second year students, somebody mm -hmm. like Jolie, the, you know, she did one mm -hmm. project last year. This year's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Do, is that done intentionally, or is there have there been occasions? It, that it is done intentionally. We do try to give them a chance to experience different parts of all of the environmental sciences, so you're not just tied just to one, so that you have the chance to to broaden your interest and see if you're more interested in one over the next. Thank you. That's, that's a good answer. And then has there, and I don't know this, maybe I don't either, but have we ever, has there ever been a uh, young scholar that worked with the same mentor two years in a row? I don't you think know, I, has been. I don't know exactly. I would think probably not. That, that Beatrice yeah. does generally try to spread it out sure. so that they can move around throughout campus. No, it no. might be in a similar department because, as you said, we have a lot of this in crop sure, and soil, but, but it's usually with somebody different just to give them a chance to experience a sure. different part yeah, of I'd it. I'd never have the same intern two years in <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, nothing like putting you on the spot. Sorry for that question. No but, problem. Uh, so let's talk about uh, a little bit about moving forward. So how let's say we're because you know, we're never not looking forward to the next year what how do prospective students start looking at next year's young scholars program okay well for that um the open submissions for applications starts on october the 15th okay. we have the links to that on our website and you can also if you just google young scholars program university of georgia it'll come up with all the information on it and so you have until january the 31st to get your application in okay. many people wait till january the 31st <laughs> at like five o'clock to get sure, theirs well, in but you've got till the end of the day for the deadline and then from that we go through and screen the applications and by the first of april is when we start putting it out for interviews and who we're going to bring in and you okay. find out by the first of may Sure. So, I mean, it's, it's a, a re relatively long process. It is. It is. Start to finish. Mm -hmm. but I think that's great because it shows some tenacity with the students and, and they're, they've got to be dedicated to end up being a young mm -hmm. scholar. So, so I appreciate that. So the, the, uh, it opens in October, which is great. And then are, as far as y'all know, are there programs like that? I know they're meant like we have the Pike County mentors, mm -hmm. but or uh, internship, but are there young scholars type programs around the country or are we kind of unique? I think there are other programs, but ours is ours is especially unique that it started here on the Griffin campus, sure. and it's one that has evolved since then. And of course, as we feel, there's none better than in our program and with the University of Georgia, and so it gives you a different a different view. There might be others in other types of fields and all, but this is one of the premier ones for the agricultural and environmental sciences. Okay, and then the the last question, then we'll probably take a quick break uh, and then come back with some final things, but um, tell us about graduating seniors that are third year, I guess, or they may be second years, get to take a little trip, that one that I think I ought to go on. They do. But tell us about the trip, what that's all about. Okay, from what I've heard on it, they get to go to Costa Rica for it's seven days, I think, seven okay. or eight days that they go with it. I, I am not going this year either, so don't feel left out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's a week-long thing to kind of immerse them in the culture. You go to UGA's campus that's in Costa Rica, and they get to tour. They go through hikes in the rainforest. They tour um, things like a pineapple plantation or a banana one and find out how all that is done and processed. Um, they also get to tour the botanical gardens, um, go bird watching, see all the different types of animals that you wouldn't find anywhere but in a rainforest. Sure. And uh, they also get to spend two nights with a local family that's there. Right. So they fully get immersed in the culture and get to see what it's like in a different part of the world. And isn't the recommendation that you speak Spanish before you go? You don't have to. Sure. It would probably help, I'm sure, if you knew some of it. But um, I don't think you, you don't have to be fluent by any means. I, I would know like a 
couple of words is about Jolly, all. Jolly, are you Um, no, but I took like up to Spanish four. Okay, well there you a go. A little bit. <laughs> so that, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, okay, I think Tony, we've, we'll take our our quick break and then come back with some announcements, and then we'll come back with just some kind of final thoughts from everybody on the Young Scholars Program, and and we'll be right back. Horses Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realty. Proud supporters of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus and proud to bring you this week's edition of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. As the UGA Griffin Campus grows with the great educational opportunities for our children, Round Oak Resources Tree Farm is growing our future with trees to support and assist our environment. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realtors are proud supporters of the UGA Griffin Campus and area youth activities in Griffin and Spalding County. Always plenty of things to do on the University of Georgia Griffin campus. Among some of the upcoming activities, campus tours are scheduled throughout the course of the year. Prospective students and their families are invited on campus to learn more about what the University of Georgia Griffin campus has to offer. For a complete list of dates or to register for an upcoming tour, you can call 770-412-4400 or you can go online at griffin.uga.edu slash campus visit. The Campus Store, which is located on the first floor of the Flint Building at 1109 Experiment Street, is now freshly stocked with officially licensed University of Georgia apparel, souvenirs, and gifts. A coffee nook has been set up adjacent to the store in order for folks to gather and visit. The Campus Store hours are Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. The Mule Barn is turning into the Dundee Cafe on the heart of the Griffin campus as we speak. This is thanks to a gift from the Dundee Community Association. Dundee Mills operated in Griffin for better than 100 years in the area across from the Experiment Station, which is now the UGA Griffin campus. When the cafe opens this summer, it will be a welcoming place to meet and eat for the entire community. The official University of Georgia dedication is set to take place October 4th at 2 p.m. And continuing education on the UGA Griffin campus offers various programming throughout the year, which is open to the public. Be sure to check for future upcoming programs at their website, www.griffin.uga.edu, and click on Continuing Education. And be sure to check out the UGA Griffin Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter at UGA Griffin. And they also have Snapchat. Now back to Dr. Lou Honeycutt. Turns out we have one more announcement, and we're going to wrap up this morning's show. Here's our host, Dr. Lou Honeycutt. Thank you, Tony. We do have one more. We have got an incredible, we got lots of incredible academic programs on campus, but one in particular is called Student Affairs Leadership. And for anybody who, this is an EDD, so it is a doctoral degree, and if you're in a school system or you're looking to to get that that edd that education doctorate this is a fantastic program for you and on july 20th it's a long pretty long way ahead but my gosh the way the summer's going it's not that far ahead but july 20th it's a friday 
um, 12 to 1 p.m. at the Student Learning Center, our big colonial building on campus, in the SLC room 115, there's an informational session about student affairs leadership. And I would urge anyone who has who thinks they might even have an interest or just wants to see the campus, come to this. You can also get uh, more information at eddsal at uga.edu. So check that out, and um, we hope to see people um, there on July 20th. And so uh, back to the show today. We're going to wrap up here in just a minute, but we are with four really incredible people. We're with um, Ashley Biles, who's an administrative associate with the UGA Griffin campus and uh, a person on my uh, office team as well, but very involved with Young Scholars. Martha Allen, who's brought in, has been brought in for the last three summers to be a Young Scholars program administrative assistant. Jolie Riff, who is a second-year YSP student and a rising senior at Whitewater High School. And then Dr. David Jesperson, an assistant professor crop and soil sciences and also a member of the turf team so as we come to the we got about five minutes here we're going to kind of just wrap up so i'm going to kind of go around the table not kind of go around the table i'm going to go around the table and let's start with ashley just what have we left out what have i forgot i always forget to look at the questions we start talking and i lose track of time but what have i forgot to tell everyone that you would like to tell them about young scholars um, well, yes, since you did not look at any of the questions today, but that's perfectly fine. Uh, one thing we did forget to mention, this is a paid internship for everyone. So they are, you are getting paid to do the work. And so that's always good that you, even though you're gaining sure. experience, you get a monetary donation as well. <laughs> and, re- and, and that's a great point because what, what to add to that, they are University of Georgia employees. They've had to go they through are. the same background check. They have check to go through everything that all the rest of us had to do, all absolutely. the ethics training and, and everything for so us. That, so that's a great point. I, I'm So I'm glad you reminded me of that because that this is not just a, an internship. This mm-hmm. is a job for mm-hmm. the summer. It is. And, or for it the is. six weeks in the summer. So great point. Martha, anything that you want to add to what I've, what I've left out. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to uh, give a quick shout out or a rundown of the high schools that are represented. Oh, great. Oh, that's the, awesome. Uh, students. We've got Stars Mill High, St. George's Episcopal, Locust Grove, the Heritage School, Dutchtown, Spalding High, Cross Point Christian Academy, McIntosh, Whitewater, Strong Rock Christian, and Flint River Academy. That's incredible. I mean, that's awesome. I, I've had people ask me before, well, isn't that just a Spalding County deal? And I'm, 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 but I'm glad to have the information in my head now because I'm always like, no, I know there are more, but I don't know who they are. But, but that's pretty incredible. And, you know, I don't know how it compares to years in the past, but it's always a mix of the surrounding area high yes. schools which I think is great. Mm-hmm. And as are, of course, the application, there's always a ton of them. But, um, okay, Jolie, to you, what, what if you were talking to a friend, how, what would you tell them about, or what, what do you want to wrap up about Young Scholars about? Yes. And you, you could compliment Dr. Jesperin if you want. I mean, it <laughs> wouldn't hurt. But. So bouncing off kind of what Martha said, um, it's really nice to be able to kind of meet with all the students from different schools around Georgia um, and in the surrounding area um, because I know there's a lot more fit schools this year um and it's kind of cool to see these rival students kind of because the rivalry kind of ends you know at the gates of the griffin campus and it's really nice to just meet other people and and network throughout the summer um and i feel like coming in two summers ago i knew very little uh, about agriculture and environmental science and i feel like personally i've come a long way um and yeah, that's, that's really that's what matters. That's great. That's really well-spoken. You know, that's, that, that, every one of them impresses me, but every time they, they're just so well-spoken. And so it is much more like talking to a graduate student or 
um, a high-end graduate student than, than a high school student. But um, and I like that you mentioned the rivalry thing because I think that's great because it does kind of end at the gates. And the cool thing to me, and I think David would, would agree with me, I met, and this didn't happen to me until I got to college, but certainly grad school, I met research friends that I have till, of course, I'm way older than David, so he, I know he does have, but I still have friends today that I was was in different disciplines with, but they're doing research at the same university with, that will be lifelong friends, and so y'all are even getting to start earlier and kind of make these connections, and I'm telling you, you never know when that's going to come, going to help you. They may be someone that's doing the hiring at another university later on, and you apply, and they just remember you from Young Scholars, so that it's it never hurts to make those connections. I think that's a great, well said kind of thing, David. What, what, anything? Turf, young scholars. So I guess the thing I kind of want to chime in with the young scholars program. You know, they mentioned it's a great experience, and you get paid. And I think one of the real big advantages is thinking back to kind of how I got to where I am, becoming a research scientist at a university. Is you know, I really had no idea what it meant to be a scientist and do research until probably halfway through my undergraduate. Okay. So I think this is a great experience for them to see what it really means to be you know, a research scientist, how things work on campus, what kind of is involved in research, and also specifically, you know, agricultural sciences. And, you know, it's kind of this whole world that maybe you don't really know too much about. So I think it's a great way to showcase what we do at the Griffin campus, but also kind of job opportunities and things that they may be interested in pursuing you know, during college and beyond. Sure. No, I think that's a great point. It's a great perspective, too, because I agree with you. When you're, if you haven't done something like this when you're an undergrad, Research is research, and you're you're more concerned about your classes. You may intern, or you may do that. But if you have a little knowledge going in, because research isn't for the the weak at heart. I mean, it's yeah. It takes a lot of effort to do what y'all do. So so I agree. They get a leg up on that, and and it's good. Well, we are just about out of time. I tell y'all, have been an incredible group today. Um, we I love the young scholars uh, times when they come in, and again we've got another one next week. But we have been joined today by Ashley Biles, administrative associate, uh, University of Georgia Griffin campus, and part of my office team for better or worse. And she's going to say better because I'm sitting here, but it is great. <laughs> it's perfect, it, right? It is a wonderful place <laughs> to be. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> well, there you go, Ma- Martha Allen, who's a young scholar, young in the Young Scholars Program as an administrative assistant, and comes in. This is her third year to have been here. Um, Jolie Riff, who's a second year YSP rising senior at Whitewater Middle School um, and I can see great things in your future. I'm very I'd say high school there not middle school. Oh did I say middle school? <laughs> Man you are young. You are really an overachiever to be <laughs> Whitewater High School. And then David Jesperson not in middle school either. An assistant professor crop soil sciences and a member of the turf team at the UGA Griffin campus. So thank you all all for being here and Tony that'll do it for us for the day.